Welcome everybody to Celebration Church. This is our breakthrough service. It's so wonderful to have you here on this Mother's Day. A happy Mother's Day to all the mothers and grandmothers in the room. Thank you so much for joining us. And for those of you online, happy Mother's Day. Thank you for being with us today. Let's all stand as we sing some worship to Jesus this morning. marvelous light into marvelous light I'm running out of darkness out of shame by the cross you are the truth you are the life you are the La, la, la. 
to heaven and hear the joyous sound, the sound of angels' song, the sound of angels' all and all this for a king. The angels join and sing all to Christ the King. opportunity to support this ministry and I just want to encourage you if you feel like financially you are not able to or that God is not calling you to give financially be praying for us um, be praying specifically this week for laundry love pray for pastor Carlos and Wendy Pray for the, the team that is going to be surrounding them and working with them. Pray that Jesus' love would just surround them this week. And also, pray for the Fox family in Spain. They're our missions focus this week. And um, they're just a small little family, um, two very young children, and uh, just a father and a mother a husband and a wife working in Spain to the Muslims that are coming um, from Africa and, and just trying to escape um, and find a better life for themselves. And we just pray that, that they would be able to speak Jesus' love into them. So we're going to pray and lift up our tithes and offering. And there are four easy ways that you can participate. You can go to our website, celebration-church.com forward slash give. Um, you can text our number, 714-908-8843. Text the word GIVE in capitals. Um, and if you're here, you can drop it off in our offering box. And um, for, you can also mail it in at 555 East Memory Lane, Santa Ana, California. So let's just bow our heads and let's pray for uh, laundry love. And let's pray for the Fox family. And let's just ask the Lord to bless the tithes and offerings and to bless this ministry. Lord, we just thank you so much for what's going on. 
Lord, in spite of the hardship, in spite of the pain, in spite of the trials and the tribulations, Pastor Carlos and Wendy are still wanting to give you 100%. Lord, and they are wanting to love. They're wanting to do laundry love. They want to love at these laundromats. They want your love to be shown to these people. Lord, we just ask for amazing things through this ministry, Laundry Love. So many people have come to know Jesus just because of a simple, can I pay for your laundry? And is there something I could pray for today? And do you know Jesus Christ? Lord, we just thank you for these opportunities and we ask for more. Lord, we also pray for the Fox family in Spain as they are ministering to and loving on uh, the Muslim community. Lord, we just ask that you would um, give them wisdom to be teachers as they teach the language, Lord, and as they accept um, these people into their lives, Lord, that they would show the love of Christ to them. Lord, and we just also ask that you would bless the tithes and offerings today. Lord, we love you and we thank you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I 
since you laid down your life. How I fight my battles. Let's sing this out together. This is how I fight my battles. This is how. And this is how I fight my battles. 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 It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. This is how I find my battles. Well, this is how I find my battles. 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 
just want you to fight our battles. Lord, every time I look forward and I see something in front of me, help me have the faith in you. Lord, I'm tired of putting any trust in myself and trying to defeat anything. Lord, help me draw near to you this morning. Help me draw near to you. Lord, help us as a church draw near to you. Lord, and as we go out into laundromats, help us draw to you. Thank you. It's through your power and your grace that we are alive today and that we can praise your name, that we can sing majesty. Lord, and it's songs like this that we fight our battles with because we completely give it over to you. We thank you. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. You may be seated. Well, 
what would this world be without mothers and grandmothers and all those that love us? I mean, you're all here today. Many are present. Um, just, you know, it, it, it's just a, a gift to us. And Paul said it very clear, you know, when he tells us to honor your father and mother. For this is the first commandment with the promise that it may go well for you and you may live a long life. And if your mother's not present or I want you to encourage and be there for the mother that has been there for you in your life. Uh, many of us have different situations in our lives, but I just want to remind you that God sent somebody to continue to love you and uh, shepherd you. And I've realized that the greatest teachers among us our mothers, grandmothers, and great-grandmothers. They truly are. And I want to thank every single mother for her service, her selflessness, um, her commitment to, to the family and one another, and, and most of all, their love as we see Christ in you. And we just want to thank you. And everyone that's watching online as well, I want you to know that you're loved. And if God has sent somebody in your life to mother you and encourage you, please honor them. When we honor them, when we honor our father and mother, we honor the father. You know, and the biggest thing is obedience. When we're obedient to God, guess what? We bring honor to the whole family. And we bring honor to one another. So know that you're loved. Thank you for your care. And like I've said many times with my own mother, she used to say, come here, mijo, when she wanted a, you know, they're the greatest teacher, come here. And I would get slapped, you know? And I said, thank, thank you for putting me in my place, right? And putting up with me, because <laughs> it wasn't easy. But um, I'm gonna bring up, we also have a spiritual mother here today that has uh, been there and she's sacrificed and she's always done so much for, for us. And of course, it's Pastor Wendy, as you know, Pastor Wendy. But I just want, I'm going to invite Chastity up here really quick. And she's just going to share a little bit. And um, we also have some flyers. Um, next month, we're opening our immigration office here. So I want you to pass out those flyers if you know anybody that might need help with that. They could call and make an appointment and we can work with them to work these things out because a lot of them have been burned by the county or attorneys and different fees. So we want to be able to help them. So that's a new addition to this. But I'm going to bring up uh, Chastity. Uh, she's known my wife for some time, but um, I'll let her share what she has to share. Morning. Yeah. Oh, okay. Good morning, happy Mother's Day to everybody. Um, it's a blessing to be here. And um, I'd like to honor my pastor, Wendy. I've known her for um, 10 years. And um, I know that all of us have a deep relationship with her. And, and what I'd like to bless you with, Pastora, is that the word of God says in Proverbs 31, as I was reading this morning and preparing for this, it says, she opens her hand to the poor and reaches out her hands to the needy. In 28 it says, her children rise up and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praises her. 
verse 31. Give her the fruit of her hands and let her works praise her in the gates. So I want to praise you today for being a big part of my life, for helping me mature, for correcting me when I was wrong, for being there for me and my children and everyone else here. I love you. So I thought, what better person to bring the message and the preacher, the teacher, the praiser, and of course, the prayer warrior. And that's what she's truly been. And um, I'll hand it off from here and let her do the preaching. Yes, let's move it over. And I also want to say at the end, towards the end, towards the end, just make your out, yourself out to the patio. And we're going to uh, do our raffles, and we're also, we got some, uh, something special for every mother in attendance here. And um, we put much heart and thought into it. Amen. It wasn't something we just bought. It's something that we, we actually put our time and heart into it for, for you because you're special to us. And we know that Mother's Day is not just about one day, but why don't we honor them every day Amen. and remind them who they are, you know? Uh, hold on to the, to the fifth commandment and tell your kids, to, hey, give me high five. Give me high five. What's a high five? The fifth commandment, honor your father Amen. and mother. Amen. So high five. <laughs> That's right. We're tag teaming it today. Happy Mother's Day. Feliz Dia de las Madres. I know that's tomorrow as well, so you get to celebrate again, right? But I want to bless you guys with the word that the Lord has been pressing upon my heart. And it's interesting that uh, Sister Chastity came up and read out of Proverbs 31. So uh, don't take this wrong, sis, okay? God bless you. I just want to tell you a cute story that my mom actually sent me today. And I was like scrambling. I wanted to find something funny to tell you guys. Like I loved, I loved to tell jokes. And I loved to be funny. And I loved to break the ice that way. But she happened to send me this link. And I'm going to read it to you guys, okay? It's, it's, it's cute. Here we go. Ah, oh, the Proverbs 31 woman. She gets up early. She stays up late. She's smart. She conducts shrewd business deals. She makes designer clothes for her family and gourmet meals from scratch, no doubt. Am I the only mother who feels like a failure next to this woman? Honestly, I do my best. Then I look at her and I think, I will never be perfect. Do you feel the same way? Friend, I have really good news for you. We don't need to be perfect. God is the one who is perfect, and his grace is big enough to cover, to cover our iniquities. Amen? Did you forget to buy milk? What about that load of laundry? Or what about that round of checkers that you just didn't want to play again with your kid? Have you overlooked that pile of laundry and those dishes in the sink? Are you ready to hand in your mothering resignation because you are sure that you'll never get it right? Rather than turning our resignation in, let's turn to our Father, the same God who looked with love on our Proverbs 31 friend and looks upon you. He knows your needs, your weaknesses, and your failings, and he still loves us. God's love for you is not based on whether your floors are clean, not based on whether your children are neatly tucked into their beds by 8.30 p.m. Dot on, the, on the dot. God's love is based solely on his grace given to you through Jesus. You cannot make him love you more by trying to be perfect. And he will not love you less because you are imperfect. Our homes and families will probably never meet Proverbs 31 standards. 
By the way, if you look at verse 15 of Proverbs 31, she had maids. Okay? Hello. Okay? Hello. That's true. So we won't be talking about her today. Let's move on. We're going to be talking about being clothed in righteousness, being clothed in the garment of praise, even during the battles, even during the struggles, even during the hard times. We have to keep that garment of praise on. So that's what we're going to be speaking on today. But sometimes we need a little bit of humor in life, amen? How many of us take life too seriously sometimes? I know I do. Or, or maybe most of the time. Maybe some of us are just always so serious about life. And we don't take time to smell the roses, if you will. Or how about when things aren't quite going our way in our life? Or, or life takes a little, a little detour with your kids. Or what about your spouse? What about those times? Yes, we're to put on the full armor of God, like it says in Ephesians 6, amen? But, and, and this is good. It's very important to do that. But are we putting on Jesus as well? Are we putting on the garment of praise? Do we put him on? Do we put Jesus on every morning? The, 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 um, the, the armor of God is one thing, and that's amazing. It's many parts. And we can get into that. That's a whole other teaching. But today, I want to talk about, talk about putting on the garment of praise. If you would turn with me in your Bible to Isaiah 61, when I'm praying, we can turn there. Isaiah 61, I'm going to read verses 1 and 3. Father, thank you for this morning. Thank you for your precious mothers and grandmothers, aunties who are also mothers, uh, those that don't even have children, but they are raising children because you know that it takes a village, Lord. So I honor them as well. And today we thank you for your word. We thank you for your truth. And I ask that you would help me to step back and allow your, your gifts and your talent and anointing to flow because it's all about your glory, God. Touch your people's hearts in Jesus' name. Amen. Isaiah 61, verses 1 and 3. The Lord has anointed me to preach good things to the depressed, to the afflicted, and the humble. To heal the brokenhearted, set the captives free, and open prison doors for those who cannot get out of bondage. To give to them who mourn beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, and the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Wow. How many have a spirit of heaviness? We can get that. We can get there. We can have that. I've had that. I've been having a spirit, even this morning when I got up, I had a spirit of heaviness just right on my chest, right in that grip zone of your heart where it's like, I just, there's something in there that I just need to release. And when we put on that garment of praise and that spirit of heaviness has to leave. Each morning when we get up, we have to choose to begin our day with a big dose of thankfulness. So how do we turn that spirit of heaviness into a spirit of thanksgiving. You don't have to turn there, but 1 Chronicles 16.34 says, Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures, what? Forever. It doesn't mean that some days it's not there, and some days it is there. It's forever. It's not a suggestion. It's there. 1 Thessalonians 5, 16, 16 through 18 says, Always be joyful. Never stop praying. Be thankful in all circumstances. For this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. That was in, in 1 Thessalonians. I don't have that scripture up there. 
Again, it's not a suggestion. It says, always be joyful. How do we do that? Let's talk about it. Thankfulness administered faithfully to our hearts is a prescription for renewal. Thankfulness administered faithfully to our hearts is a prescription for renewal. The importance of being thankful is very clear throughout God's word. So if you take that thankfulness in like medicine, it's saying that your heart is going to be renewed. Your strength is going to be renewed. He says, put on the garment of praise. The garment of praise will cause us to declare his praises in the face of challenges. The garment of praise will help us declare his praises in the face of challenges. Like in Job. I don't have this scripture, but I'm going to read it a little, little preface of it. Job 29, 14 says, I put on righteousness and it clothed me. Job. We all know the story of Job. We don't have to talk about that right now. That's a whole other teaching. <laughs> but he put on righteousness. He didn't say God put it on him. He said, I put on righteousness. It clothed me. God's not going to chase us around like, here, put this clothes on. Come on. Hey, you. Hey, you there. Put this clothes on. He's not going to do that. We have to make that decision in our own heart, in our own life, and in our own mind to put the garment of praise on. Those who worship God can put on righteousness. And it's as if it were a cloak or a garment. But he's a gentleman. God's a gentleman. He's not going to chase you down and throw it over you and be like, here, you got to put this on. That's our choice. So this is a choice. Not just as, it's a suggestion, actually. The other ones were, were, were not suggestions. This is a suggestion. This is a choice being suggested. Actually, for us, it's our choice. We make that choice. Are we going to be a cara de hacha for the day? Are we going to have a face of an axe? And are we going to be uh, on our pity party? Or are we going to put on the garment of praise when we choose to do that? Right? The Lord promises to trade our ashes of bitterness and regret for beauty, but only when we choose to release them and let him do it. Yes, beauty for ashes. It's a beautiful phrase. It's a beautiful song. It's a beautiful thing to say, but he's not going to trade them for you if you just say, oh, just, you know, I'm still going to be in my pity party or I'm still going still to have this, this ought towards, towards someone or I'm not going to trust you, Lord. I'm not going to put my garment on. Well, then you don't get those, that beauty for ashes. That's not just for us for the take. That's for us for the taking, but we have to take it. But we have to give something up for that. That isn't just like, here you go. We have to say, we give that to you, Lord. And then we might not always feel like it. It might still hurt. We might still have those pains and those bruises and those ouchies. But the Lord promises to trade our ashes of bitterness and regret for beauty only when we release them and let him. Each one of us struggles. Every one of us struggles with this at one time or another. I'm sure of it. Who of us in ministry has ever been wounded in one way or another? And this includes the ministry in your home. Yeah, I said it. Your ministry, my ministry, is my home. That is my first ministry. That is all of our first Ministry, I said it, yes. But the enemy attacks when we are trying to keep our garment of praise on because he's a punk. And he doesn't want us praising our king. 
He wants to rip that garment off. But we have to keep it on. That's our job. That's our place. That's our right as children of God. Amen? But he's a punk. Don't let him do it. And you know who, all, who, who is always watching us when we're going through the fire is our kids and our family members and our nieces and nephews and our loved ones and our coworkers and our, and our uh, people that we go to school with if you're in school. That's who's watching us when we're going through the fire. So we better have that garment on. I better have that garment on because we're being watched. When you're going through a trial and you're going through a fire, people are seeing to see how you're going to act and what you're going to do. Oh, she's going to give up any second. I can see her. And the devil's like, yeah, come on. You're going to give up. I'm watching you. And he's like, shoot, man, she put the garment of praise on again. There she goes in that corner. Put that garment of praise up. Put that garment of praise up, that picture. Come on, devil. You have no place in the name of Jesus. They're just waiting for us to do the wrong thing. Sometimes we do the wrong thing and the enemy's in the corner going, I didn't even do anything. She's doing it. Or he's doing it. But when we put on our garment of praise, when we put on our garment of praise, let's let them see us praising and let them see see us praising. Are they seeing you, are our children and and our family members and our loved ones, are they seeing us putting on that garment of praise? Or are they seeing us put up an old, tattered, torn up, defeated overcoat? I don't want to wear an overcoat that's tattered and torn up. I want a garment of praise that's worn, that's worn. The same one we wear, I don't want to wear the same pity party coat that I wear to every pity party that we have when we choose, when we choose to not praise, when we choose to have a pity party. We throw ourselves into the fire sometimes. The trials we encounter, they have a purpose. They have a plan. God puts you into the refiner's fire in order to prove you. But we got to have that garment of praise on. Let's turn to Zechariah 13.9. I'm going to be reading from the New Living Translation for this. I like the wording in it. Zechariah 13.9 says, I will bring that group through the fire. Come on, somebody. And make them pure. I will refine them like silver and purify them like gold. They will call on my name and I will answer them. I will say, these are my people and they will say, the Lord is our God. That is what it takes. Call on him. Lord, I want to praise you. I want to worship you. I want to follow you. I want to serve you. I want to, I want to praise your holy name even through these trials, even through these battles. God is proving to us that our devotion is authentic and is not fake. Sometimes it feels fake because we're hurting so much and we're going through so much and we're trying to praise, but we got battles going on in the mind, battles going on around us, kids that aren't listening, husbands, husbands that are you know, maybe off in the world somewhere loved ones that we're believing for, but God is proving to us that our devotion is authentic. So just praise him and put on that garment of praise and praise him and the feelings will follow. The feelings will follow. It's like that feeling train. You know the feeling train? I think I can, I think I can. And you kind of have to fake it till you make it. And it's not because you're being phony. You're just walking by faith. You still have to put that smile on. You still have to get ready for the day. I still have to preach this word. 
and we've got things that are going on that, that a lot of us wouldn't even believe. Most of you have been through everything that we've been through and more. We have all been through H-E-L-L and back. But we keep that garment of praise on because we are not going to get burned. We're not going to get burned in that fire. He's proving us that our devotion is authentic and not fake or phony. So don't ever let the devil tell you, oh, you're being so fake. You know you're going through a lot right now. I'm going to keep my thumb on you and keep you down. Oh, no, devil, I'm putting my garment on. Your thumb could go in the name of Jesus. We have that authority in us and through us. Each grief that we bear purifies us. It burns out our natural desire and our ugliness. If, you, if you've ever heard of um, the show Gold Rush, I know I'm, I'm such a dude. I watch these shows like Forged in Fire when they're, when they're making their own swords and stuff and Gold Rush. You know, when they get that gold out of the ground, let's say in the Yukon or, or in Australia, I've been watching that one too, but, but they bring it out of the ground and I'm like, that's gold? It's all dirty and murky and mucky. And then they put it in the fire. You guys know this. You've heard this. I'm just going to remind you right now if that's okay. They put it in the fire. Let's say the blacksmith, he puts it in the fire, and then he brings it back out, and he's like, nope, not done yet. Go back in the fire. You're back in the fire, putting on your garment of praise, getting purified, getting, getting, getting built up by others. Iron sharpens iron. Getting together with your loved ones and your sisters and your brothers and sisters in Christ. Back in the fire, back in the fire, back in the fire. Brings it back out. Not done yet. He's got to see his reflection in that gold because it's the face of Jesus when we are purified, when we are holy, and when we are praising, even in the fire. That fire is going to make us, make us holy, make us pure. God sees us as righteous. We might not see ourselves as righteous, but when he looks at us and we're putting on our praise and we're in the fire and we're like, Lord, I love you so much, I'm just going to praise you no matter what. He sees that and he sees us as righteous. So we have to understand that we need to see with the eyes of Christ, especially when your sisters and brothers are going through things. Suffering validates our faith. Come on. Suffering validates our faith. Turn with me to 1 Peter, 1 Peter 1, 7 through 8. Suffering validates our faith. 1 Peter 1, 7 through 8 says, These trials will show that your faith is genuine. There it is, right there. It is being tested as fire tests and purifies gold. Though your faith is far more precious than mere gold. So when your faith remains strong, sorry, so when your faith remains strong, Though many trials, it will bring you much praise and glory and honor on the day when Jesus Christ is revealed to the whole world. You love him, even though, this is verse 8, you have never seen him. We have never seen him. I'm going to pause there for a second. We're going to go back to it. I want you to think about the day that the disciples were on the boat for a second. This is for free. I'm just, this is coming right now from the Holy Spirit. Did you know that he had just finished feeding the 5,000? The, the, the disciple has just witnessed a supernatural miracle. And then they're on a boat later on. And Jesus falls asleep. And here comes the storm, right? Here comes the storm. The disciples were physically with Jesus. And they just saw what he did. And they still freaked out. They still didn't trust. They still didn't believe. So let's look at 1 Peter, verse, uh, 1 Peter 1, verse 8 again. 
You loved him even though you have never seen him. They saw him and they struggled. Give yourself a little bit of a break. That's where our faith comes in action. We don't get to physically see him, but we have to have faith and believe that he's there. Though you do not see him now, you trust him and you rejoice with a glorious, inexpressible joy. That is why we are walking in joy. That is why we are walking in praise. Stay in the fire. Don't run from it. Open your heart and trust him. But that's hard, right? That's hard. When you're in the fire, it's hard to open your heart because you might get hurt. It might hurt more. You might want to just push it aside and, and, or fill it with other things, if you know what I mean, like we did in the world, like we did in the world. But we can't do that. We have a garment of praise that we need to put on. It's so hard to be still when we're in the fire. Life is full of discouragements. We never were promised that it wouldn't be, ever. But we have to take those risks sometimes and stay in the fire and go through the process and allow God to work. But what if we just gave up on those people that we were praying for or believing for? Or what if, what if we just uh, said, you know what, forget it. Forget it. I'm going to stop praying for them. I, I, I'm tired of this. I don't want to go through a fire anymore. So you take yourself out of the fire. You stop praying for them. The Lord stops moving. His hand stops covering them. And you're over here living in the flesh. No. I've done it. it I, I promise it doesn't work. I promise it brings heartache. I promise that it brings nothing but um, ugliness. We have to be that example to them and to our world around us. We have to choose to put on the garment of praise. You can put that garment up again. We have to choose to lead by example. Or else, what is the point? What is the point? If we are not praising through our storms, through our trials, and yes, there's days, of course, when we're like, Lord, I just all you can do is just lay there and cry. Guess what? That is praise and worship. That is crying out to him, Abba, Father, I'm going to praise you. You could cry. There's nothing wrong with that. Nobody said you couldn't cry. This isn't baseball, right? There's no crying in baseball. <laughs> what if when a huge trial hit us, sort of like right now in my personal life, what if I just recoiled when I just laid on my bed and I just covered up with the comforter and just watched movies all day and sucked my thumb? How would that, how would that turn out? How, how, what would that do for me? What would that do for you? What would that do for those that are watching our walk and wanting to walk by faith and saying, you know what, if they could do it, I can do it. And that's not to do this to me. It's all God. God gets all the glory. We stopped putting him on when we stopped putting the garment of praise on and we choose total isolation. That's what happens as we get isolated. And there is seasons when we need to isolate ourselves. But guess where you need to be when you do that? Juanita, you have the answer to that? Prayer closet. Yeah. She has a beautiful prayer closet. That's why I didn't mean to call you out there. But when we choose those, those moments of isolation, you better be in your prayer closet. And if you don't have a prayer closet, you can make one. <laughs> just you could get in the corner somewhere and make that your space. Go in your car by yourself and just cry out to him. Don't drive and cry, please. <laughs> I'm not saying disclaimer. I'm not saying to go drive your car and cry. I'm saying sit in your car. <laughs> Amen. Don't, don't, don't stop putting him on. Don't, don't isolate yourself. 
because that's our choice, and that's not a good example that we would be setting for our children, for our nieces, for our nephews, for our loved ones. The list goes on, really. You, we, what we do and what we choose and the obedience that we walk in, it affects so many people in our lives. Never, ever, ever, I've said this before, never underestimate one act of obedience in your life or one act of praise during a storm. It's powerful. So this week, I want to challenge you. I want to challenge each of you that each day you would write out a few things or answered prayers that you are thankful for on a piece of paper. One or two things each day for the whole week. And believe me, you will begin to notice a change in your heart's attitude. And also, you'll have a pretty big list, I believe. One week two or three things a day that you're so thankful for. It could be the smallest thing to the biggest thing. And I know we all have them. In order to offer the sacrifice of praise, like adoration and worship, we have to put on the garment, the spiritual garment of praise, as a priest unto God came into his presence. I'm going to read this to you. You don't have to turn there, but 1 Peter 2.5 in closing. You don't have to, um, you don't have to turn there. You also, as a living stone, 1 Peter 2.5 says, are built into a spiritual house, a holy priesthood, to offer up spiritual sacrifices of praise, acceptable unto God by Jesus Christ. We may not always feel thankful. That's a feeling, right? When we feel thankful or grateful. And we may get discouraged by our circumstances sometimes. But when we praise him during these times, the praise. I mean, I want my Jesus to look down and say, wow, she is like praising me right now. And I know she's going through it because he already goes before us. He's already behind us. He's already seen the sides of us. We may not feel thankful, but we praise anyway by obedience. We put on that garment. We choose to put on the garment of praise. And that is when the praise is offered sacrificially. How, much, how many people know here that your sacrifice is so much greater than anything? Is when we sacrifice in obedience to Christ. That's when the praise is offered sacrificially and Jesus is looking right at you and breathing right into you. He's breathing right into you. I want my garment of praise put on. And I don't ever want to take it off. I don't ever want to take off my garment of praise. You know why? Because he deserves it. Because he loved us first. Because he gave his son. And he loves your children. And he loves your family. He loves your loved ones that you're praying for more than you could ever imagine. So much more. And he deserves it. Because he first forgave us. He deserves that praise. So no matter how hard life gets, remember all the things he has done for you and keep that garment of praise on and flowing and flowing and praise him. And don't let the enemy tell you, you sound stupid. Stop praising. Your son's out there. You don't even know where he is right now. Stop praising. Why are you praising God for? There might be harm against him right now or how do you know what the devil's doing to him? Well, you know what? I'm going to keep praising Oh, well, my husband's really not serving you the way that, that I want you to serve, that I want him to serve you, God. My husband's out there doing something, God knows what. Okay, yeah, I got him. My hand's over him. Keep praising. 
keep praising. Yeah, but I got this report from the doctor, Lord, and I don't know what to do. I mean, I, I, you told me that you'd be watching over me, and then no sickness would come against me. Okay, yeah, I know. I was there with the doctors in the room before you went in there. Put on your garment of praise, daughter. Put on your garment of praise, son. Yeah, but you don't know. You don't know. We just had a big house fire, and everything's gone. All my stuff is gone. Yeah, but I spared you. But you don't know, God, I lost my job. I don't have a job. Well, praise me. Praise me, child. Praise me, daughter. Praise me, son. Praise me through the storm. Praise me through the battles. Praise me through the lies of the devil. Because he's a punk, and he wants to keep his thumb on you, and he wants to keep you down. But when we praise him, and when we clap our hands, he has to flee. He has no room. He has no place. Because when we praise, he has to flee. He has to scatter, and that is scriptural. So stand on your word. Put on your garment of praise and lift yourself up in him. And he will meet you there. It's not always about goosebumps and chills and crying and tears. Sometimes you got to be on your face for hours before you can feel a touch of the Holy Spirit. But he's right there. He's never going to leave you. He's never going to forsake you. He's always going to be with you. He promises that in his word. Just put him on. Put him on. Put him on. I'm surrounded by... You know, it's so interesting that he sang that song. I, 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 the, the song was right on David, our awesome worship leader. Because you know what? It does feel like we're surrounded, doesn't it? It may look like I'm surrounded like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by who? By you, by you, Jesus. And when we have that garment on, we're really surrounded because we're praying scriptures over ourselves and we're loving no matter what, we're loving him and saying, you got this, God. Don't get mad at God, please. This is for somebody listening right now. Do not get mad at God, please. I've done it. I've yelled. I've screamed. I've been upset. I've been worried. I've doubted. But he's always loved us and always come through. And Romans 8.28 says this, and I'll end with this, that all things work together for good to them that love God and to them that are called according to his purpose. Keep praising. Keep worshiping. Keep honoring. Keep glorifying your king. It may look like I'm surrounded. I want to sing that song again. God bless you guys. Thank you. Oh, staying right here. Can you hear him? Every single mom here as well. Yes, you are a mom. You do have supernatural power. Amen. And you're not just a mother. You're a friend. You're an encourager. Yes, you are. Each one of us. Yes. As the Italian said, that I'm a mom to every single one of you. And, you know, they say the hardest jobs, we talked about it last week, was obviously the president of the hospital, president of a college, pastoring. But guess what? I've been to many hoods, but the greatest hood is parenthood. Fatherhood, 
and sister motherhood. This is the hardest, most stressful place to be. But God placed you there. Because even Jesus, the Father said, he needs a mother. And he chose Mary. God chose you today. God chose you to lead, to protect, to be there, to sacrifice, to be all he called you to be. I'm just going to, many times we can listen better when we close our eyes. So if you want to praise God, when she was speaking, I was closing my eyes. It was coming straight to my heart. I thought he was falling asleep. No. But when you close your eyes, if you all want to stand together and, and make sure we're going to make our way after the service, just make your way out to the patio. Give us a couple of minutes so we could bless you and you could be refreshed. And let me just pray. And I hold on to the commandment that Jesus said. Not to, not, he said, I give you a new commandment to love one another as I have loved you. But he also said, honor your father and mother. And Paul said it comes with a promise. See, our heart, no matter what, many of us been hurt, like my wife said, been wounded, been discouraged. But don't, if there's somebody in your life that has stepped in and become your spiritual father, your spiritual mother, honor them. Honor them. Love them care for them. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for all you are to every single one of us. You love us unconditional, Father. You demonstrated your faith. You demonstrated your love for us while we were sinners, Father. While we were dead. While we were discouraged. We were in our own sin. Thank you for forgiveness. For sending your son. We are set free. We are all you called us to be in Christ Jesus. We love you. We thank you for every mama here and every grandmother that has sown, that has put her heart, her life, and her thoughts in your care. We thank you for them, Father. I don't know what this world would be without mothers and grandmothers. Thank you for their prayers as we continue to pray for one another and lift up one another. We love you. We thank you for Jesus. We pray all this in your son's name. Amen. God bless you guys. Set a fire down in my soul that I can't contain, that I can't control. I want more of you, God. I want more of you, God. Set a fire down in my soul that I can't contain, that I can't control. I want more of you, God. I want more of you, God. Set fire down in my soul that I can't contain, that I can't control. I want more of you, God. I want more, cause this is how I fight my battles. Cause 
this is how I fight my battles. Cause this is how I fight my battles. Cause this is how I fight my battles. Cause this is how I fight my battles. Cause this is how I fight my battles. Cause this is how I fight my battles. Cause this is how I fight my battles. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. Cause this is how I fight my battles. 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 Set a fire down in my soul that I can't contain, that I can't control. I want more of you, God. I want more of you, God. There's no place I would rather be. There's no place I would rather be. There's no place I would rather be than hearing your love, hearing your love. There's no place I would rather be. There's no place I would rather be. There's no place I would rather be than hearing your love, hearing your love. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. Sing this. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. This is how I fight my battles. 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 I want more of you, God. I want more of you, God. Lord, we just thank you so much for this time that we can praise your name, Lord. Put on that garment of righteousness this morning. Lord, we just ask for your protection in our lives. Lord, and also, I just pray a special blessing on the mothers and grandmothers in this room, Lord, watching on YouTube, Lord, and those that are in our families, Lord. We just thank you for them. We thank you for their love and their support. Allow us to show them appreciation today, Lord. Allow us to show them we love them today, Lord. And I ask that you 
would rest your easy yoke on them today so they can feel peace, your perfect peace, Lord. We thank you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, thank you for being with us here in the house. And um, as Carlos said, um, if you guys want to scoot off to the back and just have a little bit of um, community and fellowship. And for those of you online, thank you for joining us. We love you and we thank you. And we hope that we have you back next week, 11 a.m. for a breakthrough service. Have a good morning.